Fifty-nine years ago, a special ceremony was held on Bedloe's Island in New York Harbor. It was the unveiling of a statue that had just come from France. It was called the Statue of Liberty. Now, that statue has come to be a symbol of our way of life, a way we preserve by buying war bonds. This victory loan drive is our last, boys and girls, and the money is going to be used in the best way possible, to pay back the men who fought for us. And did you know that your school can help out? That's right, and here's how. Every school that sells $3,000 worth of bonds within the school will get the sponsor of a serviceman's hospital bed. And that means that the school's name will be placed right on that bed. The Army, Navy, and Air Force hospitals have made this possible. They're inviting any class, school, or groups of schools to start a campaign for financing one or more hospital units. So why not talk up this idea among your friends? The campaign should be getting underway now, as they should be wound up no later than the beginning of the Christmas vacation. In the past Treasury drives, you boys and girls have been star salesmen. Keep it up now. Now, Dick Tracy. In yesterday's story, you remember how the case of the empty lockers came to a close with Dick and Pat arresting Fletcher, the bank manager, and Frankie at the football game. Dick and Pat turned over their prisoners to their men, then raced to the gambling rooms and arrested the other gamblers before they could hide the marked money that Tracy had used against them. Naturally, Tracy was happy that he'd been able to break up the ring of gamblers, but he really got a kick out of the final score between Junior's school, the academy, and their rivals, Cranston. Junior and Jimmy ran wild, starring as Academy won 19-6. Now in today's story, Dick and Pat have just returned to headquarters and are in Tracy's office. Well, now, this is more like it. Listen to this, Dick. At first it was believed that Junior and Jimmy were guilty of accepting bribe money to throw the game. But after all the excitement died down, it was found that both boys had been acting under instructions from Dick Tracy. Instead of asserting their innocence, they bore the stares and silence of their friends. Well, and I'm glad that part of it's over, Pat. I wouldn't want Junior and Jimmy to go through anything like that again. Well, did the trick all right. Why, this paper even prints an apology on another page. Says the boys must have been misquoted or something. Oh, that's fine. Yep, and just think of all the dough those gamblers would have had if we hadn't grabbed them. They'd be sitting pretty. That's just another thing we have to be thankful for, Pat. Say, that's right. Today is Thanksgiving Day, isn't it? You know, I forgot that for a moment. Don't ever forget it, Pat. We've got more to be thankful for than ever. Just take a look at the people in the other countries, if you think I'm kidding. Just try to name one that isn't much worse off than we are. Well, I guess you're right at that, Dick. Say, tell me, uh... What's the chief that lined up for us next? Oh, nothing special, Pat. Well, I hope it's something easy. Something that'll give me time to pack my tummy with a lot of turkey and cranberry sauce. <laughs> uh, I'm sure looking forward to it. By the way, when do we go out and eat, Dick? Well, we'll go as soon as the lieutenant comes back. <laughs> he went home to his Thanksgiving dinner. Oh, the lucky stiff. And we have to wait until... Wait a minute. That's your signal, Dick. Tracy. Uh, Inspector, this is Lieutenant Mallory. I'm back from dinner, so if you and Pat want to go, I'll come in until you get back. Oh, thanks, Lieutenant. <laughs> Pat.
Pat's been telling me what he's going to do to a turkey with cranberry sauce on the side. Uh, Pat, now stop right out. Yeah, soon you'll be back. Well, that depends on how much Pat eats. <laughs> but uh, all joking aside, we won't be too long. Okay. Uh, take your time and have a good dinner. You two guys have earned it. And uh, let me know when you get back. You heard that, Pat? I certainly did. Let me lead the way. You know, I saw a Thanksgiving dinner advertised in the rest and up the street. Boy, it sure looked good. And you know, Dick, they had cooked turkey in the window that looked as if it weighed 50 pounds. <sighs> more sauce, Pat? What was that? Uh, more turkey? More cranberry sauce? Oh, honestly, I couldn't eat another mouthful. <laughs> Just look at the buttons on my vest. You know, I'm afraid to take a deep breath for fear they'll pop right off. Oh, boy, what do you mean? <laughs> yeah, you do look pretty well fed, Pat. I'm well fed, all right. Now I'm getting sleepy. <laughs> See, I suppose we could go back to headquarters and we... Dick. What's the matter, Pat? Look who's coming in the door. Oh, Sergeant Gibbons. I wonder... Oh, yes, he's asking the manager of this restaurant something. Don't tell me. Let me guess. Yeah, you're right. He's looking for us, for us all right. Yeah, here he comes. Yeah, close my eyes and make believe I'm asleep. Maybe he'll go away. Inspector Trostkamp, I'm glad I found you. Well, how did you find us? Well, the lieutenant told me you went out for Thanksgiving dinner. I just went into every restaurant I come to. This was one of the last. Say, Inspector, anything the matter with Pat? <laughs> uh, nothing a little exercise wouldn't cure. Then I think he's going to be cured. I knew it, I knew it. It's too good to be true. Oh, so you're awake. Then you better listen. Well, what's up, Sergeant? Chief Brandon wants you to go to this address. Here, here you are. I wrote it down. 1083 Meadow Avenue. Why should we go there? I can tell you that. Some guy got bumped off. Say, how could you know that? Because some guy's always getting bumped off. Every day a guy's getting bumped off. The only difference is that today is Thanksgiving. <laughs> He's in a swell mood, isn't he, Inspector? <laughs> oh, don't mind him, Sergeant. Uh, any other details in this case? None that I know of. But the chief wanted you to go there right away. Okay, we'll go right up. Come on, Pat. Up on your feet. Oh, well, let's see. 1083 Meadow Avenue. Well, that's right near here. We'll walk it, Pat. Come on, the fresh air will do you good. Well, now, this is a classy apartment, Hostick. I'm surprised guys get themselves knocked off in such a nice place as this. Well, if it was murder, Pat, the dead man didn't have much choice of his surroundings. Now, let's see what that note said about the apartment number. Uh, you got it, Apartment 2B. Well, here's 1B. And 2B must be down this way. I'll ring, Pat. On your way, I told you the porters of Oh, it's you, Inspector. Come right in. Hello, Egan. Hello, Pat. How are you? <laughs> well, you'll find nothing's been touched, Inspector. Good. And you'll find the body in the living room. Uh, that's the room at the end of this corridor. Oh, thanks. Yes, this is a classy place, all right. I'm kind of curious to see what kind of a guy lived here. Well, there he is, stretched out on the living room floor. Hmm. Yep, the guy's dead, all right. But what killed him? Well, help me turn him over, Pat. <clears throat> That'll do. Well, there doesn't seem to be a mark on him. We'll have to make a closer examination, Pat. Give me a hand, will you? Right. Oh, so that's it. Shot. Through the heart. And the bullet went in from the front. That means he saw his murderer. Yeah. You're right, Dick. Well, no evidence of a struggle. That means he not only saw his murderer, but knew him or her. Let's see if we can find the gun, Pat. Right. Nope. Doesn't seem to be here, Dick. Now, who could... Uh-oh. It's probably the coroner. Well, let him in, Pat. Right. 
Inspector. I'm trying to tell you that I killed Cook. I want to know what you want me to do about it. It isn't every day I kill a man. You'd think a taxpayer would get a little more help and consideration from the police. In a moment, we return to Dick Tracy. But first... Well, Tracy fans, we've ceased being surprised. Never again is anything going to startle us. We're not saying that we've seen everything, but after witnessing the prizes people get on Detect and Collect, we've come close to it. Here are just a few of the things that people have won. Two yards of sidewalk, a surrey with a fringe on top, a complete candy counter, 500 pounds of onions. No, it wouldn't surprise us at all if a contestant came walking out of the show hand in hand with a lemur. Now, a lemur is a cute-looking animal with soft fur. But the trouble is, he's never seen around these parts, mainly because he lives in Madagascar. But if the detect and collect prize thinker-uppers decided they wanted a lemur, they'd probably pack their bags and go sailing off to Madagascar to pick one up for the next show. It's just like I say, I refuse to be surprised by anything that's given away on detect and collect. Tonight, over most of these stations, Detect and Collect carries on in madcap fashion. And the next time the unexpected or the unusual is given for a prize, we're just going to look smug as if we knew what it would be all the time. And that means anything, even on a lemur. Now back to Dick Tracy. Uh, this business is driving me crazy. Now don't get excited, Pat. I finally got Connors to give me his address. We'll go up there and see what it's all about. Come on. Uh, one murder and two confessions before we even leave the office. Just as Pat says, he and Dick have one suspect too many. But why is the telephone ringing? Tune in tomorrow, find out, same time, same station, for the adventures of Dick Tracy, directed by Dan Russell, and this is George Gunn speaking. Like a fish takes to water, that's the way Dick Tracy takes to excitement, and the way thousands of people all over the country... Take to the adventures of Dick Tracy. Dick and Pat never know what their next case will be, but they do know that whatever it is, it'll be full of thrills and excitement. You'll want to listen every day, Monday through Friday, when the adventures of Dick Tracy are heard over more than 100 radio stations coast to coast. Keep up with Dick Tracy, protector of law and order, when he's heard tomorrow and another chapter at the same time over the same stations.